0: Hey everyone, welcome back to my channel. So this is going to be a fun one. We've got Sam, not Varderpump, Vanderpump. We have Mister Jason Greystone returning. Both of you, well, Sam actually for a third time now. Yeah. How yeah. you doing, it? Yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know. Must be liked by you, <laughs> boys. Um, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a fun one. Look, for anyone who is sticking around and listen and watch this podcast, whatever platform you're listening. We are going to talk about money, we're going to talk about some business, but we're also going to talk about more current topics around social media, some of the good, the bad, what on earth is going on in the world. Basically, we're going to put the world to rights. I'm going to start with you, Jason. What's going on in the world at the moment with everyone being an expert on socials and, and how damaging is it to people who are actually legitimate and we're trying to offer some value? I
1: think... Um... There's an opportunity there to have a stage where you can pretend to be anything. You, you, you basically, if you've got enough confidence. There's a saying: uh, "He who has the most confidence and conviction sets the rules and for society." And, and that's basically what happens in politics. Happens in presidency. And people are figuring that out. That they've just got to be a bit cocky, bit, bit confident. And uh, if you're believable enough, you're going to get a following. And you just need a, you know, just my account alone has got probably 200 fake accounts. Sure. So- and they all pretend they're me, and they're t- they're making some money. Is it sustainable? No. Um, but the, the thing is, people see the opportunity of that to make a quick buck, and uh, and they go for it. Yeah. So, I mean, is it right? Is it wrong? You, you can look at it two ways, right? If you if you're gullible enough to kind of follow along, um, and and maybe lose some money following these people. You're going to learn some lessons, and from those lessons, maybe those lessons could save you money in the long run, and and there's some good to come out of it, but yeah, unfortunately they're just everywhere.
0: It's crazy. Don't believe everything you see. I mean, I remember messaging you, because you've had a few recently, haven't you? And I I actually messaged you saying, mate, I've just lent you like five grand. (laughs) (laughs) And you went, you're joking. (laughs) You're
2: getting them as well. Well, yeah, they, they've actually just recently popped actually since I did the podcast, uh, the first podcast with you. Oh, well, hang on a minute. Yeah, maybe there's <laughs> some, some something going on here. Um, but since that and since doing like a bit more with socials and stuff, it's, they've actually arised a bit more and probably displaying what I'm doing with business a bit more on social media. I feel like people are, like you say, looking to make a quick buck. Um, copying our account and obviously realizing that you do something like foreign exchange completely misunderstanding what I do, by the way, um, believing that I was doing speculating, getting people to invest with them. Um, and I actually, I, I have a bit of fun, right? So I, uh, I, I uh, message, one of them and I went, um, would you mind terribly not scamming my friends out of money? Um, and I got a reply. I was very, very surprised. I thought that he was going to just block me. Like they, you know, a lot of them do, they just block you because I don't want you to report. That and and so forth but he replied uh, an essay an absolute essay and he went oh i'm very very sorry um i'm from you know a third world country i'm really really struggling um i can actually do all your social media for you wow i went that was a good pitch right and he pitched me he pitched me i went this is the weirdest interview I've ever given for uh, someone to get get a job with me, you know, try and scam my friends. Oh, yeah, sure, have a job. <laughs> I don't know if it works like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was interesting actually hearing the other side. I actually in fact, qualified. Felt quite bad afterwards. Yeah. And I was like... Because I was actually posting everything um, on my story to let everyone know, you know, this is a fake. This is the guy He's actually trying to scam people. And when he actually sent me that essay, I felt really bad. I, was like, I didn't repost that because I didn't want to actually, I, I felt bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah was, the thing is,
0: though, a lot of the scammers, they, they are from these places where they probably are struggling. But, do you know, one thing, I do see a pattern. The people that they're copying, they seem to be a lot of the people that are... Uh, quite confident in terms of putting the message out there, and do have high engagement. And I think that they they target those people that I think when they're putting out videos that you know they're genuine videos, and they're thinking, well, this person's being listened to. That's what it seems to be. Is the trusted people the, trusted people, the trusted people that people, yeah. they're, yeah. and that is very much the negative side of socials because let's face it, Instagram's aftercare is non-existent. TikTok's after it's all non-existent, which is insane. Which almost brings me on to the question: like, is there an agenda beyond this? Is is this is this set on purpose? Why is there no one I I did
1: notice um, just a few days ago actually my following dropped 400 people so what that usually means is that they're clearing out something hopefully that they're clearing out some bots clearing out some fake accounts hopefully that Meta are working towards you know Doing some cleanup work.
2: You'd think with the technology available, it should be rather easy. I mean, there should be. I mean, obviously, the blue tick thing is a big thing that's going on at the moment, and you know, some people want it for the hype of having a blue tick. Mm. But actually, the use of it, it doesn't necessarily have to be a blue tick. But why aren't these accounts being verified? Yeah. Why are we still in a day like today where people can be, you know, racist um, bigots on social media? There should be accountability and verification towards these accounts. A quick ID check when you yeah, sign up. Yeah. Um, you know, just with anything, if you get a bank card, if you get a mobile phone, you take someone's ID. Now, it doesn't have to be, you know, it can be held in a secure way, you know, but it there needs yeah. to be more accountability. Mm. And you wonder why in this day and age where there is so much, you know, what there should be safety precautions out there, why Meta technically aren't being held accountable a bit more for, you know, bots, uh, fake accounts. I honestly believe it's just because they don't care. You know, They yeah. literally don't
1: care. It's a business. They've got investors to answer to. They want to make as much money as possible. When you sign up to these accounts, you sign up saying... You know, you basically sign the waiver and then yeah. who cares if you're being scammed? They, they just want users. They and the problem is scams. what we're
0: all going to do as consumers, if we get shut down, we have to open up another one because mm-hmm. a lot of our businesses rely on the exposure. Yeah. So it's not even like we can rebel and go, well, I'm not coming back onto your platform because too much yeah. later you're like, yeah, yeah. I kind of need it.
2: I mean, I, I've, I've had a situation like that in the past and it's not like you're going to rebel against these, you know, big, big public companies because there isn't yeah. really anywhere else you're going to go. What? Yeah. Oh, screw, you Twitter. You. Yeah. screw you Twitter. Screw you Twitter. Screw you Instagram. <laughs> I'm not going to use you. Yet. Like <laughs> yeah, like they're going to give a crap. Yeah, even <laughs> Twitter though. I,
1: even, think, oh, I think. Sorry, Elon Musk. I think he's setting a standard with the with the verification thing. Yeah. yeah. And um, I think they're going to follow suit. You know, now yeah. Meta Verified's
0: coming into play. He just seems more level-headed. I watched that interview with him recently in the BBC interviewer, and he yeah. said, "Okay, what what experiences have you had in terms of this negativity that's all over Twitter?" And the guy was like, "Well, you know, it's just my feeds covered up on it, and you know, I'm getting." It. And he yeah. went, well, "When was the last time you used it?" Well, about three weeks ago. Okay. Tell me what negativity you saw on Twitter. Because I th- I do feel like Elon is trying to be more hands-on and be like, I want the platform to be the way that I want it to be. And I'm going to, I'm going to oversee it. And I think like you say, these other platforms, they're just like, do you know what? It's absolute cash cow. People are going to come back anyway. I mean, when TikTok, this whole threat was that TikTok's going to be like wiped out in the US, everyone was saying, put the TikTok logo on all other platforms as your profile photo. I don't think that's really going to stop TikTok being banned in America. I just don't think it has the clout. And that's the negative side, which I want to bring on to both of you. We were just talking about it off camera. At the moment, I'm going to start with this because this has been something that's getting on my gripe, is those who host a podcast. Like, this is a privilege to host a podcast, but why are podcasters bringing on horrific criminals, essentially, explaining in horrific detail what they've done to people so the younger generation are watching this thinking they've done these insane crimes where they've hurt people so badly and threatened them but we're giving them a platform what's that all about
2: Mm -hmm. i mean i think it goes back to accountability again and i it's a real shame you know in this day and age if let's say us the individuals who aren't you know let's say got 100 million followers or Billion dollar companies. If we do something, we're held very much accountable to it. Too much so, to be honest. You know, we live in a very, very much a world where nowadays we are essentially censored. You know, people get cancelled left, right, and centre. Maybe for the right reason. Maybe for the wrong reason. But when it comes to big companies, big corporations, big individuals, they're not held accountable no. because they make too much money. They can cripple a government, yeah. so it's it's the lack of accountability that they will bring these you know big and i have gone on to a bit of extreme here, but you know going back to the people that have been brought on, you know I look at Lad Bible and maybe they did this more in a documentary sense and I, I mentioned this off camera where they were interviewing a gangster, but they are glamorizing, I think is the word you used these criminals you know they're making it cool that is you know trying to do the legend kind of thing okay we want to report it but let's stick away from glamorizing it and i you see loads of podcasts again you mentioned you know uh, the whole um oh, wait what's the uh, app where you sell pictures was only fans only fans I mean the idea that girls—if I, I have a daughter—I'm terrified that yeah. she's going to see uh, these podcasts with these girls that are doing OnlyFans and go, "Wow, I can sell pictures of myself, and make a hundred grand a month." Yeah. I mean that's 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 a sad world. That's a problem. Yeah. What do you think?
1: I, I think um, it's all about what they're glamorizing. You know, if they're bringing on ex criminals that are really reformed, and and the podcast is about how they've turned a corner in their life, absolutely inspiring, and that's something you should. Yeah. But they tend to not glamorize that, and if you see the snippets and the adverts, it's all about the crime that they committed, and you know the kind but of. But the host
0: laughs with it, yeah, as well. Absolutely, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I think it's you know it's it's a bad message, and I I totally agree. There should be some accountability of how that gets censored and how that gets filtered, because as you say, kids are going to watch it and think if I go and kill some old deer, I'm going to be on a podcast. You know, Th- I'm going to be celebrated as a.
0: You know, if you're a parent, you know, I've got a nine year old son, and as a podcaster myself, you know, to to see other clips where the podcast host is laughing along with the guest that's done horrific crimes whilst in in prison or outside of prison, and then they're laughing about it, and it's all funny, but of course it's getting views, isn't it? Look at my page. What sustainability is that even for a podcast? Like my podcast, I want big brands to reach out and be like, we want to work with you. How can a big brand like Disney? Or, you know, Lynx or whoever, it, you know, big, big companies, Nike, Adidas, JD, why are they going to reach out to someone who's promoting OnlyFans on someone just selling themselves? And this message to youngsters who are watching it, and that's the thing with TikTok especially, like you've got youngsters watching it, yeah. it baffles me. I yeah. can't get my head around it.
2: Well, it, yeah, and it comes. it comes to a place where... You have filters in other aspects of films and stuff like that where they can't, you know, kids can't watch a certain film above a certain age. Amen. Good stuff there. But TikTok, like you say, isn't filtered like that. You can get feed through, which is, you know, like you say, these guys in balaclavas on laughing about how they've gone. And you're thinking, how is that allowed to go out to millions of people? Why isn't that shut down? Yeah, yeah. there's it is, it is, a real, like I said, it's a very, very strange world we live in right now that, you know, it's very much the individual can't say anything in fear of getting cancelled. But then at the same times, you have got things which are being glamorized. And if it makes money, don't get censored at all. Yeah. Don't get shut down. And it's like, it's just, yeah. But this is how sick
0: it is. That. I totally agree with what you were saying. Because I know, obviously, uh, you know, you do a lot of work in this area and stuff like that. And I'm such a big believer in taking a message from an upbringing or a childhood or an experience in life that's been really hard. But you don't have to go into detail about how you've mutilated someone and you've torn them apart and slashed right. them and stabbed them. That's irrelevant. But unfortunately, that's the part that everyone wants to hear. And that's the title. I stabbed her, him 36 times. Yeah. Uh,
1: why? But, but you know what, right? Like, none of these people actually want to talk about that. So it's it's these companies that are persuading them that that's a good thing to bring up. Because I work for Key for Life. I go into prisons and I work with 18 prisoners. I mentor one personally. And none of these people want to talk about their past. They yeah. don't want to talk about it because it's something they're trying to turn a corner on. They, they want to leave it behind.
2: And if so you do it, it's
1: still a criminal oh well, yeah yeah but yeah. but but the thing is they don't want to talk about it right so they're trying to move on they're trying to develop they're trying to get out of that life so that means that these people must be going oh yeah you know talk about that it's good yeah. bring bring back that but they don't actually want to talk about it it's for the views so it's actually the company or the podcasters that are encouraging it rather than you know oh this criminal just knocked on our door and wanted to talk about all the people he'd raped. Yeah. Well that doesn't happen.
0: It's I d I, I don't know where it stops. I mean you've just I've never even thought of it like that. You've got films that you go, right, you've got to be 12, you've got a 12A, you've got 15, you've got an 18, it's regulated. You can't literally come into this building and watch that film unless you're of age. But I will tell I will tell you this. What what's really scary about TikTok and what does um worry me to some degree is that Uh, A family member of mine, her friend, her daughter was on her account and she was like dancing, but didn't realize the trending music she was using in the background. Now, her daughter's very young. She was dancing to like Nicki Minaj explicit music, but the young young girl doesn't understand the music Mm. that's being played. But who on the end of the camera is watching that Mm. video? Yeah. Is in, that's insane. And that's worrying. So I don't know what the answer is, but I do think
2: conversations like this need to happen because I say you, you search this. These conversations aren't happening about it. Yeah, we, we need to be having more conversations on how more safety can be out. You know, we there needs to be more governance on and and filtering and safety around social media and content that gets out mm. there because it's too easy it's yeah. too easy to post the wrong and harmful content and it leads back around to fake news and that's what really annoys me as well when yeah. you get this these sources of fake news and i'm 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 to blame for it myself you know you you slide through tiktok you slide through instagram reels and you see snippets and you go oh wow i didn't know that but where is the um where's the source of news coming from
1: yeah yeah. and because you look at it for more than three seconds, it's going to send you more and more of it, and it's almost like these there's these layers of underground on the you know that goes under the radar. So there could be a whole generation of thirteen year olds seeing stuff that we're not seeing. Yeah. We don't see it. Yeah. So a whole a whole generation's being influenced a certain way, without anyone above the age of eighteen ever seeing what. Any yeah. of that stuff, which yeah.
2: is that's really frightening. That that is, and there should be the tools in place. You know, these these are multi-billion-dollar companies. They should have the tools in place for that safety, and it should be law. You know, but there are always you know scapegoats or you know ways they can escape these laws, so it doesn't impact them. Um, I mean, obviously, the whole funny thing that everyone knows about TikTok is obviously a very it's a Chinese company, right? Mm-hmm. Algorithms are different in China to what they are in the UK and the US, and uh, you know some have conspiracy theories about it, but it is evident that in China the the algorithm leads to that of education and actually safe uh, things, and in the US and the UK it leads to glamorising the high life of criminality and
0: OnlyFans and,
1: and only only fans. think About that, TikTok is a weapon.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a, wow. it's a weapon.
1: But
0: but that's this that that's. Yeah, but do you know what? OnlyFans is destroying long-term relationships, and you know this is worrying because when you look at OnlyFans for a male or a female, what's concerning is once you put yourself on that platform, it's very hard to have a loving relationship when you turn around to your partner and going, oh, "Okay, what, what was your previous job? Uh, well, I've actually been with a uh, hundred men, or I've been with a hundred women." Sorry, what? Sorry, what would you mean? Yeah don't don't go online. let's put, let's just don't put my name it, it, do you see how does a how does a long term relationship in the future survive when this is being glamorized to so many young women and men i i i put out this thing i don't know if marriages will survive long term
2: well i think you can look at the divorce rates i mean whether this is a good thing or bad for me, it's a very very delicate uh, subject but obviously divorce rates since you know uh you know 1920s to the early 2000s have gone up dramatically um you know that is there's, there's a lot of good to that let's not get it wrong you know there are people which did need to leave things but at the same time people give up on relationships too easily it's, it's yeah. sad enough to say people leave too easily people uh you know it, it's just it is sad in that sense but there are good parts of that as yeah well. what yeah. do you
1: reckon i think yeah there's, there's there's a lot of parts to that the fact that we're a lot of people are more into self-development now. There, there's a more information available. People are becoming more attuned to themselves as well. You know, it's not just all uh, bad. There's people who are really becoming enlightened and realizing that they've got happiness in themselves. So there's less seek for companionship. Yeah. So there's that side of relationships as well, where you, you're happy in yourself. You know? Yeah. You don't need anyone to make you happy, and therefore actually having a wife or a husband's more of a headache. From, yeah. You know, Um. so people are becoming more wise to that and evolving around that so that could be a con- contributor but
0: yeah there's a lot more resources to kind of learn that you could cope on your own i think yeah. that's what people and also i think people at an older age what i'm seeing they feel like they've got more to give so they spend longer time on their own and perhaps don't settle down and they get that, that age is getting a little bit later in life mm-hmm. one thing i saw really interesting on tiktok and i just thought oh my god i've been a sucker to this before and we all are a guy stood on stage big um Big arena and he stood in there and he he went to light a fag a cigarette and everyone went <gasps> like this and he went okay this is the really interesting part and he was articulated you know what i'm going to say don't yeah. you really articulated and he said do you know that 80 percent of all cancer is not caused by cigarettes that is a myth cancer is actually hereditary and do you know you're nine times more likely to get cancer from eating a mars bar than you are a cigarette Facts will show, blah blah blah. And anyway, and and, and then he paused and he went, "Who
2: believe me? Raise your
0: hand if you believe me what, what I just said." And everyone was like, and he went, "Look how easy people are manipulated by go. someone Cow who gullible. can talk well, yeah. cut out it the um, back to the, the butts. Right? So like, how crazy is that? So what's the message to people who are?" watching yeah what what is the message to people who are just constantly on their feed listening to
2: so-called experts all the time andrew tate i I like to mention him a lot right you know he says things with conviction and he is you know talking to impressionable you know 12 to 18 year olds who when they hear it from the words of you know from the mouth of andrew tate uh, and they you know they see what you know they go oh he's rich He's rich. He's yeah. got money. He's got nice cars. Got nice watches. Oh, he must. He must know what he's talking about. Eh.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I honestly, I, I say it before I say it again. The biggest skill that any kid can learn or anyone can learn is being able to take opinions and advice from people and synthesize a paradox. So there's like the Gary Vee saying you should hustle 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 and and you know give everything away for free and then make a sale like jab jab right hook and then there's Grant Cardone going like sell 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 it's being able to just take that information and go well you know, I agree with that bit, and I agree with that bit, and this is where I want to go, so yeah. this is my opinion. Yeah. And when you can do that, you don't look up to people. You just yeah. see that for what it is. You see Andrew Tate, and you go, well,
0: yeah, you know. Yeah. So- be, be content. I, th- I think that's something I, I want to touch on now and give back to the audience. Anyone watching is that taking that, uh, you know, both sides mm-hmm. of the coin, forming that middle decision, which is almost slowing yourself down. Because yeah. we're in a real, like, fast-paced world. Yeah. So when you slow down and you make a decision, you see things in a little bit more clarity. But the problem is... I think we're in a world and a society now where everyone's in a dilemma Mm -hmm. everyone's in a midlife crisis. I've got to make more money. The cost of living. Do you not just think I just slow down and think I don't think about it too much. I don't actually I don't watch the news. I don't consume myself. So I'm almost slower, although I'm, I'm involved in fast pace. I'm slower in my thinking.
2: Yeah, yeah I, I think that's that's also, I, I blame social media for a lot. I really do as much as I do love it and I, I think it can be a great tool and it can be used well and it's nice to, you know, for exa- example, old relatives can see what I'm doing in my life. who I don't see that often. They live far across the world. There's many, many pros to social media. But I am a big, big hater of social media in, in so many other senses as well. And I believe... You, The reason people aren't content is because they see other people with more and more. And they see people get more and they want more. But
1: they're looking up to one side, right? Yeah. They're not seeing the other side. It, yeah, And that goes back to my point. If you could just know that everything's half true. yeah,
2: Everything's half true. That's yeah.
1: it. Yeah, whatever side you're deciding to see, you've probably got a little bit of a fantasy about that, and you want to believe, you know, like that's why they say never meet your heroes, right? You don't want yeah. to meet your heroes because you don't want to see that they're actually a real person. They've got all the traits that they've yeah. all got.
2: And they don't film the bad side. Exactly. Who, yeah. who, who, so, who, 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 who <clears throat> it's very rare, and some people do because they do, like, they are trying to create that whole concept, mm-hmm. but. If you go, right, I've just made a deal where I've made £10,000, uh, you're going to show that on social media if you're trying to promote finance. Do you show them about the deal which went wrong and one of your clients, you know, lost, let's say. Took uh, you to court. Te- yeah, court. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're showing that on yeah. Instagram? No, of course not. So you see the only, the good stuff, you don't see the bad stuff. And that's what gives, this is why we've got such a problem with mental health at the moment as well. Yeah because everyone thinks everyone's life is perfect right. and I I, I I, do the same things myself so it's, 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 it's very easy to sit here and say it yeah but actually to not do it uh, and that's why I actually I use social media but I really really do stick with it you know the funniest thing is I started using it more when I went for a breakup yeah. The moment I started breaking up with someone, I was always. I mean, right let's talk about media. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: <shit. laughs> I mean, you've teed that up nicely. Hey, everyone. This podcast was kindly sponsored by Shield, who helped us deliver this podcast along with all the social media that goes with it, helping us to get out to more people, which leaves us just to focus on creating more great conversations. If you want to start, delegate, or optimize your social media or a podcast, or even if you want to build your very own online course or program, get in touch with the team at shieldglobal.io. Do you know what we're going to go into it? That's the other thing with touching on the whole social media, and it it's got so many pros, it really has. But I think you need that, as I've said before, that disconnection of using it for the marketing purposes, for the growth, for the personal development, for meeting great people, and also trying to see through through these blurred lines. But relationships now, in in a very fast paced world, with this whole thing with OnlyFans. I mean, not being funny, but this OnlyFans is becoming like. Uh, it, it's spoken about as much as Amazon FBA. Let's face it, it's up there on par. I mean, that's my that's my kind of confusion, how relationships are ever, ever going to work when someone's being told at 18, when you're legal to start these platforms, you can make 100 grand. Why are they going to want to build a sustainable business legitimately when, quite frankly, male or female whip off? Your
2: clothes. Oh, wait, male can do it too. Okay, wait, well, I'm leaving. I mean, I'm thinking we got three guys. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, after the bike ride, we're going to be ripped, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) What was your biggest video? (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, what's the thought on it? Like, how how do relationships really in this world survive, or do they not? Oh, man,
1: I think uh, relationships... I mean, I've been married for 30... I've been with my wife for 20 years, so um, I don't really have the... Well, not pleasure. Uh, (laughs) He's watching. watching. I love
2: the way this
0: time has
1: slowed down (laughs)
2: much. I've never seen it stutter so much.
1: (laughs) Let's just say I'm glad that I haven't had to navigate those kind of apps um, yeah but funnily enough OnlyFans. you know this is just coming from like a, i don't know if it's like an innocent business mind i saw it as just like a patreon where people were where you can just build a fan base but then yeah. obviously for some reason it's gone down the route of porn you know yeah and basically yeah um and maybe it will come round to that eventually maybe it will but i
0: pff. i think the numbers are too big that's what's worrying yeah. the numbers are you know it's i crazy. i said to someone everyone comes to a price Sam I'll give you a hundred quid to go and go do something for me, and it's going to be well. No, if hundred quid, what, is it worth it? We're going to get to a number eventually where you're going to go. Yeah,
2: that's pretty juicy. I mean, that's scary. They, you, know, you just—it's how high would I, I have to go on the number, and and you'll suddenly see everyone's tipping scale go. Yeah, I never thought about it like that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, uh, that, every, everything's got a number, a I, sale. I guess I just can't believe the numbers that they're doing. I mean, they're doing half a million. Like some of them do half a million a month. Yeah. But, I will. I will say quickly though. I'm, I'm
0: serious. Yeah. Your eyelashes could probably pull in some big numbers. <laughs> well,
2: let's let's try. <laughs> I'm just saying. I keep saying to the missus, she should sell her feet. Oh, uh, I don't mind. If and treading mayo. A month,
0: <laughs> and treading mayo. Feet. like
2: Sell the feet. I can, I'm up for. Yeah.
0: yeah. I've actually had it. that conversation as well, funny enough, believe it <laughs> or not, about the whole feet and treading in mayo. Um, yeah. I mean, we need to move on from that one, that's yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. But no, look, it's. It is, it is a weird world, but then isn't it weird how we can open up apps and you can swipe to see the right yeah. categories for who you want to be with? Uh, man, I, I think it comes, yeah.
1: There's no kind of, there's no legwork, is there, anymore? It's uh, very instant gratification, order, flick through a, a kind of catalogue of who you who you want, give one a go. Yeah. It's like shopping at Argus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nuts. Yeah, yeah. It's nuts
0: for a relationship.
1: I, I really don't feel like I can comment because I just don't. You know, it's well. You haven't had to navigate it, and
0: I think it's a blessing. Do you not think? Do you, uh, you know, this is a this is a funny one. Do you not think? I mean, I weren't around then, but the eighties and I was in the nineties. But do you not think the eighties and the nineties were just more simple times? Oh. Like it was after the war, but it you was before really major comment. internet. Um, I mean, Sam was born. Yeah, yeah, I was born in yeah. '97. Still, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah <I'm> still <laughs> swimming. Yeah. You know, but I, I, I think like, it was real, a simple yeah. time I,
1: for me personally. I get real bad nostalgia for um, 80s, 90s, when I hear the music, when I think about the times. Sometimes I think I wish I could just go back like for just a short time. I'll hear a record and I don't know if that strong nostalgia is something to do with me as a person and something maybe me growing up or my values, but I don't know if it's just the day we live in now. There's something about that rawness that I really, really, really miss.
2: I don't think it's his age. I I don't think it's even because I look at what the 70s used to be, you know, and just a class from it. I love the music. I don't like the time I live in. Yeah, I hate being technically. I'm close to being a Gen Z baby, and I hate these terminologies. I yeah. really do. They wind me up. Yeah, I hate it. But I have to say it. Yeah, because we are, we are, we are in that uh, sphere right now. But I look at the 80s, the 70s. I love the music. I love the class, the classical cars. I love the attire they wear, mm-hmm. and even more so. You know, the time period I really, really love. Take away, you know, not that much electricity and stuff. The nineteen twenties. Mm, I yeah. just love the class so element to it. I mean, it, it was it was fine if you're an aristocrat. Probably not great if you're in the working class and <laughs> yeah. you had no electricity and no hot. Yeah. I mean not Sam, give me a job. <laughs> I mean, you know, it depends. I, you know, it's a very, very select nineteen twenties I want, but I don't like the time we live in. I, 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 I think
1: that's yeah. common. I mean, yeah. look at all the programs, the, the Stranger Things and There's other programs out where it's all 90s based, you know, 90s theme music. It's coming back, isn't
2: it?
0: It was just cooler. I think it was just a nicer time and uh, there wasn't so much going on. There wasn't so much in your face. And now, I don't know about you, but everything after the pandemic, everything Mm. with like all of us getting these messages, everything going on with China, everything going on in the world, it does Mm. seem very uncertain. And, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, I'm not overly bothered about myself, but it's when we look at our kids and, you know, and, and kids to be and stuff like that, like you're, you're you're considered as a generation alpha. Yeah. Like, what does that
2: even yeah. mean? Oh, you know, I heard a term the other up. day.
0: It just all seems lost,
1: doesn't
2: it? Yeah, it's, 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 everyone's lost. losing their minds. Yeah. It's bizarre. I mean, are we going to talk about the uh, them, fish of them? Yeah.
0: Well, I've watched a lot of Piers Morgan I mean, stuff recently. I'll t- I tell you what my gripe is. I want to kick this off. I, I listened to something the other day. It's what they're teaching in schools. I actually, you know, mm-hmm. heard something the other day. What they're teaching in schools, I think just let kids be kids, for yeah. Christ's sake. Just let kids learn let kids enjoy what is a childhood opposed to saying by the way i know you weren't thinking about it you just eating your marmite sandwich by the way you haven't eaten your crusts but you might be something else just just <laughs> you know just to sow the seed yeah. i know you were fine there playing with your connect four but on the way out of the dinner hall you might be something else and and so might he you've or you've they you've
2: hit a nail on the head you're actually starting to plant the kids aren't thinking about yeah. this they're blimming kids yeah. I mean, why are you making the kids think about this? It's not like we've, it's just the whole contract. And then to go so far, and I think Sam Smith is doing it all for a ploy because his yeah. career was going down the toilet and he hadn't actually sold anything in a long time. But this whole fish of them is absolutely absurd. Yeah. I mean, there is just biology, there's just male and female. Well, a counter, and I'll ask you: Do you think there's an agenda behind behind it? So let's
0: look at the, the we're looking at the, the the front cover, but behind it, do we believe this whole people are pulled pulled into rooms for chats and saying, uh, this is basically will we'll, you will be set for life, but you are a puppet, and when we when we pull the string, you do. Is it legit? This is proper conspiracy yeah. theory stuff we're getting into, but
1: I, I would. Gucci main, You know, there is, uh, going back to your point, right, it doesn't exist, like racism. Racism doesn't exist unless you tell, you put it into existence, so mm. you have to bring your kids up saying, "Yeah, watch those white people, they're evil, or yeah. watch those black people, they're evil, right? The kid yeah. doesn't know, the kid yeah. just born and wants a play of his friends. So you have to actually indoctrinate that into someone, and when you do that, there's a there's chaos. There's, yeah. There's you have you've caused both sides. This like literally in the Bible, it's like, it from the apple of good and bad or something. That's yeah. literally the split judgment which created chaos, right? Yeah. So, um, when you do that, you've got consequences. Now, again, yeah. what what you're saying about is it an agenda? Um, I don't know. Perhaps yeah. during the pandemic, I think a lot of people wanted stuff to moan about and wanted things to. Wanted to feel meaning, and there was that aspect of it. But if there is an agenda of it, I mean, it will seriously damage a a generation.
0: It's a great again a weapon. But it's I think like- I think I think that's happening though. That that's what I mean because I, I use a prime example. I don't know what the answer to this would be. I would love to hear someone say. You know, for depending on what skin colour you are and stuff like that, there's certain racist words that are not to be yeah. used open in the public, and that you know, depending on your skin colour, you cannot use certain words. But what's crazy is you'll sell it publicly to someone. Let's say a, a a young white white person who buys an album, undoes the window, blares the music. Is he is he allowed to sing every single word in a certain area? But Mm. but it's been sold commercially. So there has to be an agenda to push that to create a problem all the time. If you haven't got a problem, Mm. no one's making money, right? If everyone gets on, where's the money being made? So it's always, that's what frustrates me is, and I would say for anyone who is over-consuming things, is that's where you have to slow down and go, do you know what? I'm going to try and live a more peaceful life because there's a bigger picture here and I'm not going to get caught up in the commotion. Don't get caught up in it and then it doesn't exist. Yeah.
2: I think you make a perfect example. You have to breathe light into these things. You have to indoctrinate these things. Um, And you can quite easily go around the world being a a Karen. Put that in quotation marks.
0: (laughs) By the way, my mum will literally sit on the iPad watching Karen. She loves it.
2: (laughs) <laughs> you know, and I, I, again, there's nothing wrong with her Karen, you know, so let's let's just put that in quotation marks because obviously, you know, but there are the Karens out there who go around and they have to breathe light into these things. They have to cause the problems. You know, people sometimes people aren't even thinking of these things. And, you know, have, just because the words came together in a certain way, it looks like someone said something and it's actually not that. <laughs> and it's like, you're breathing, it's like, wow, I didn't even look at it like that. I didn't even think of yeah. it like that. But you've now made that an issue. And it's like... Why do you need to go around this? It's, it just goes back to the world we live in at the moment. Is There's so much people focusing on other people, having to critique other people. It's like, everyone just get on with themselves
1: yeah. and be a little bit And out. I think that's because everyone's lost and they just want to be a voice, have a stamp on something, be part of a, a Drama. voice. Be, yeah, be part of a committee, you know, be on a side. It's just like, yeah, it's like they had Listen, too much time on their hands in, uh, in lockdown.
0: But but they, this is a good message. Don't involve yourself in a toxic environment. People who like to gossip. There was this, I can't remember who I heard it, but I live by this now. I really like this. If anyone is coming up to you and they're about to gossip or you feel like they're going to tell you about something bad, TGU. So Jason comes up to me. Aaron, I've got something to tell you. Jason, Well. Let me ask you a question. Is it the truth what you're about to tell me? Um, uh, no, I'm not really sure. Okay, next question. Is it good what you're about to tell me? Um, look, look, forget all that. I want to uh, look, Jason, final one. Is it useful to me? Uh, no, I don't think so. Well, hang on a minute. It's not the truth. It's not good. And it's not useful. Jason, do one. <laughs> like, yeah. do you see what I mean? It's like yeah. go, slow down and go through a checklist, which actually, prime example, let's use the time now to sort of tear it up. There was a video that went viral. Between, uh, between, between me and you, doing the podcast, where you said, fitness is everything. Because it does, merges into business, it merges into a good lifestyle, it merges into good habits, time management, money management, everything, good mindset. But people were like,
2: people kept saying... Oh, people started critiquing it, and I kept seeing the comments, and I had to, uh, you do this, you go through the comments, and you reply, and you try and, you know, speak to everyone and i ended up going through the comments because the comments were coming back and there were people going oh but no you don't have to be fit to be good in business or to make money and it was like hold on a Who second mentioned money that, that's not what we're saying we're saying if you you look you can be good in business and you can be overweight and you can be fit what i'm saying is whatever you're doing you can be better while you're fit and that yeah. is true and that is factual factual because it's not just about the fitness itself it's about the routine it's about the management of the mind over matter it's about all of these facts now it's got not to say oh if you're fat you're gonna be poor no that's not <laughs> what I'm saying I'm just saying you will do better as a person if you are into yeah. that fitness yeah thing.
0: Well, I love the way people were just replying, going, Jeff Bezos, Elon, and Warren. (laughs) Oh, but no one was mentioning money. We were just saying you're going to be
2: better. I mean, fitness... And in all aspects of life, not just money. We were just saying you're going to do better as a person. Yeah, You know, in whatever you want to do. Yeah, And I will actually comment on the Jeff Bezos, the Elon thing. Firstly, have you seen Jeff Bezos lately? He's been getting (laughs) ripped. And that's because he's been focusing more on it. And, you know, Elon, okay, not in good shape, but I'm sure he probably would say to you, if he got into a better regime of fitness, his mind would be better. Because he has done podcasts and videos where he says he can't sleep yeah. because his mind rattles at night. Now there are so he's he's not a perfect human being. He's not God because he is the richest man in the world and he's a very, very smart one. But There are things he can do better, for sure. And he will admit that he can't sleep, he can't do that. So there are things he can do in his life to make himself better. Maybe getting to the gym and being fit is uh, one of them. Elon, if you're watching this, I'm really sorry. Yeah. I'm not calling you fat. We love you, but you look look tired. And I'm sure you're probably not. (laughs) Jason, what's fitness
0: sort of in your regime? How does it look? I think um, the the standards that
1: you have on your self-image and your body does... Project forward into many other things. It's almost like, well, this is the this is the car I've got to drive my life through, and uh, I want to look after it. And if I don't look after it, and I don't care about it, why would I care about anything else? And for yeah. me, that's that's my take on it. And uh, also the discipline and the and the habits and the routine, absolutely essential to to for success in anything. To, in my yeah. opinion, yeah. Um, <clears throat> in terms of what you're saying about the comments like there's always going to be an opposing opinion to every opinion and yeah. this is the problem that people don't get they 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 fall into the trap of wrong and right yeah. and there's no wrong and right it's mm. just my values your values yeah. your values and there's no wrong or right and uh, and where that has a big impact is people who you know you're all about using social media for your platform people start using social media and they can't handle so for everything that you say, there's gonna you should assume there's gonna be fifty percent of the people will disagree, yeah. Fifty percent of people will agree, yeah. But as your following grows, you've got to handle a, a larger reprimand, right? So like, the CEO of a company might have a hundred people hate him. The president of a country might have. Millions of people hate him. So as you as you grow, there will be millions of people that love you, but there'll be millions of people that hate you, and that's a tough cookie to yeah. to swallow. Yeah. And uh, people then start dimming their light and backing down because it's
0: like, oh, can't handle it. But
1: yeah. In actual fact, just you know, there's there's going to be opposing
0: opinions. It doesn't but, matter. But they get caught in emotional competition. Yeah. I think that's the problem. If you're going to start on social media, do not start it and then lose focus by looking at someone else going, oh, hang on a minute. They're well ahead of me. They've got more money than me. They've got nicer photos. Mm. They've got this. They've got that. And then lo and behold, a day's pass, Two days. A week's gone by. You've done fuck all for yourself because you've been watching other people. And that's the problem. Everyone gets mm. too emotionally involved in looking at everyone else. And yeah. we were talking about it before, weren't they? Everyone's, you know, you had a guy who's out in Dubai. Or he's doing very well. He's on a yacht. And, and it's funny because people are hating on it. But mm. it's like,
2: yeah. put myself here. Yeah, if I put myself here, you can't take it away from me. And and just go, you know, going into the fitness thing. You know, when we made that video, um, you know, I was in relative fitness. I was back in the gym, and actually, funnily enough, we, we're all doing this uh, London to Brighton bike ride, which I'm sure you'll want to bring up in a second. <laughs> but I've been getting back into fitness a lot more, and I've been cycling a lot. You know, probably three, four times a week, and I've been just. Doing more walking, you know, walking the dogs everywhere. So I've been hitting like 15,000, 20,000 steps, walking on the golf course, just really just trying to up my average fitness. God's honest truth, my mind has been so much stronger. So yeah. I had two companies. Um, one I'm trying to raise money for, starting things really starting to progress. Another one, which was, my attention wasn't fully there and I was was giving myself the excuses that okay you know it was still doing very well just wasn't growing anymore and I was giving myself the excuses that I was focusing on this other business since I got back into my routine of fitness and being more active and less drinking. Mm. less drinking getting rid of those bad habits honestly a lot less drinking all of a sudden my attention has been way more not only have I still been raising money for this company but I've also now been growing this company I think I had five five companies sign up to this uh, my brokerage last last two in the last two days yeah so I mean that, that's the kind of rate we're suddenly growing at again is like Oh wow, we're getting like a, a few clients a day onboarded, yeah. And that was just like, wow, that just came out of just getting out rid of my bad habits and getting back Focus. into my fitness zone. And like, yeah. I actually couldn't believe it again myself. I made the video of you on it, and I just did. I surprised myself with it. Yeah, it yeah. was it was quite astonishing. To you myself. watched it back and you thought, he knows what he's on about. <laughs> yeah, well, smart <laughs> gonna, guy, gonna, guy, guy. guy. Like that guy.
0: But then uh,
2: let's let's talk briefly
0: on people that you're around because I can't yeah. I can't push push this message enough is that stop worrying about making money. Just get around some really good people. Uh, perhaps are making a lot of money because mm. I want to quote something here. Well, I quote this the other day and I'm going to say it here, but you know, I'm going to be working with yourself, Jason. I, I feel strongly that that there's half a million in sales within up to an 18 month period. I really do. Yeah. And, and the answer is why not if I'm around the right people? Yeah. I've got the work ethic. I'm willing to put in whatever's needed. Why am I? We're not able to achieve it, and, and that goes for everyone.
2: Like yeah. everyone can have that mentality. Yeah, I think the famous saying is "network is your net worth." Yeah. I mean, what's your what's your take? Well, when, I mean, you go back to drinking. I, I
1: uh, it's funny because in 20 December 21, I gave up drink, and not that I was a big drinker, but I was just I just said I'm not drinking anymore. Me and my wife gave up drinking, and. Um, you know the amount of people one that stop asking you out yeah. uh, two that yeah. say that find it weird that you don't drink why don't you drink like that's the weird thing it's like yeah. well, why do you drink why yeah. do you put those drugs I drink in drink protein shakes your body right yeah <laughs> and and it's like it, again it's indoctrination and marketing campaigns that have made us believe certain things to cause chaos right and yeah. uh, and it's and it's an eye opening but in terms of your question when i was like 21 22 i knew I uh, found out that we was pregnant, we was going to have a, a baby and all the rest of it, and I was just like, I need to get out of this town where my mates just want to go out partying. I need I need more than this. Yeah. I want to go and build a business, build a future. And I moved, literally moved 26 miles down the road and uh, and got away from it all. And I just said, look, I'll come back one day and see you, but I'm, I've am i got to get away. And, yeah. and we literally just moved. We didn't know anyone, um, moved to a small town and uh, just... Yeah, built the thing in the shed. But just by shifting that that whole environment, just... It's clarity, isn't it? I, I don't know where I'd be today if I didn't do that. You know, I might just still be in the pub.
2: Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I think I found it with uh, two two of the businesses. One one business I worked for, and one of the businesses I started. Um, you know, it was very much that sales environment, heavy drinking, very out toxic. a lot. It was extremely toxic. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, when I actually left the second company, I was a little bit sad. To this day, I can't explain how happy I am that I'm out of that company. Yeah, the habits. The toxicity, yeah. the environment, the the obsessive masculinity thing. Oh, it was. It's actually sickening. If you actually yeah. wrote a book about it, uh, wrote a book about it. So, yeah, getting and that, and away that's from an agenda, that, right
1: behind yeah. that to get you to make more sales. Because yeah. if you have a sales team, if they make, I don't know, five grand one month in commission, they might be comfortable with that, but you mm. don't, you're not comfortable with that as a business owner. So you've got to get them to make more. Yeah. So it's then go and spend all your money. Go it's... and buy drugs. Yeah. Go and go yeah. to the strip car. Go and spend it all. He's got
2: a Rolex. Yeah. And it's all that kind of you stuff know to, what? to yeah. make you spend your money. You hit him nail on the head. My uh my first boss who I, I take my hat off to him he's a you know very, very worked hard and you know taught me everything essentially in regards to you know foreign exchange and doing brokerage and, and building the business. So you know I have to say He's done a lot right, but, and he did exactly what you said. He'd go, oh, you want a Rolex? Oh, oh let's go out and spend money. You get everyone yeah, to spend their money. And you want them all to spend all their money all the time. Okay, and And then we'd all come back in with no money from the next paycheck and all want to earn again. And it created, it was a toxic environment, you know, to the point where he would uh, throw chairs out basically the room. It was pathetic. It was ridiculous. So, you know, I take my hat off to him in many senses. I think he was uh, something else in many other senses, but it was exactly that. Look, how you want to run your business is how you want to run your business. You know, it worked for him. He does very well. I run my business very, very differently. I don't hire anyone through one of my businesses, for the new business. I don't run it like that. I have a very, very different mentality. Who knows it's, which one's better, you know? Depends what kind of work environment But there is want. an agenda behind it.
1: Yeah. With, and with an agenda comes some chaos
0: and some greatness mm. and... Uh, to earn money, and, you have to a have a problem. Yeah. 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 I'll tell you what I just want to touch on. Mm. I, I want to offer a solution. So this is a solution for anyone in full-time employment that has a boss. That can't control his emotions. For example, if you have a boss that shouts, this is exactly what you do. You go, are you all right? And and then you don't say anything. You just look at them because it's actually not acceptable to to throw stuff because you're on a higher pay packet. So all you do is you just go, are you all right? And then you go silent and you just make eye contact and you make them feel uneasy. And that is the answer. You don't say anything else. Um, From there, you just remove yourself from the situation and they're going to think, they're going to reflect and think, that's a little bit over the top. But that's that's half the problem. I'll tell you what, I was, before we wrap up, I want to get both of your takes on this. So I talk a lot about employment and stuff like this. I always get this question coming up going, well, if you're telling people to be the last one in the first one out, what on earth would you expect from your employees? Well, first thing for me, they're not employees, they're team members, right? I'm, I'm leading from the front. Anyone who ever works with me, I'm leading from the front. I want to create an environment where everyone just loves it an absolute Mm -hmm. buzz brandon b was a prime example studio b it's got 15 people there they love it they can't get enough of it um what what do you do with anyone you work with what's the environment you like to sort of leave for people
1: yeah um for me personally uh internally i know that everyone just goes to work for them it's nothing to do with me they just (laughs) want to have the life that they want so they want to get paid to have the experiences that they want therefore their values dictate what they do in the role, right? So if you don't want them to go anywhere else, you just employ them on values. So we do a whole value discovery process where we understand what they love most, What you know, we send them a full questionnaire. What do you love doing? What do you spend most of your time on? What would you do Monday if you didn't have to work? And then we basically tailor a contract to them to help them see how helping us get what we want will give them more of what they want. And then we reassess that every six months because values change, circumstances change. And if they do leave, then it's because we're generally not a right fit. But yeah, the whole time they're there, you know, they're there because they know it's providing them with more of what they want. Yeah. And it's fair exchange. Yeah. Fair exchange.
2: Yeah. I mean, if you, I, when I set up my own brokerage, I was trying to get away from the toxicity and I had two business partners. And although they, they said they were, they very much didn't. And we very much ended up running a very similar company to the one we worked with. And it, Really sickened me to the point where I actually, when I left that, I was like, kind of said, if I build on this company or I start this new company, the work environment I want is, like you say, people enjoy coming to work. People want to enjoy enjoy their work so much and actually end up having respect for the people they work with that they actually end up performing better. And, you know, the idea that you, you know, you need to be tough and all of this and have a toxic work environment to have a good performing business is rubbish. You look at a company like Google, one of the biggest companies in the world, and their employment packages and how they treat their employees, Mm. they give them places to basically. Be, you know, their own person inside the office. It's not a work it's not a work environment. It's a living environment. Yeah. They can step away from their desk, go to the gym for an hour. That's the environment Google have created. So the idea that you need this toxic masculinity in an office to create a business that makes money is yeah. just complete wrong and just look at a company like google multi-billion pound company and they've got a lifestyle where people come and work for themselves within google yeah yeah Yeah. and branding is
1: a massive thing as well like if you use social media to build a great brand uh it can work both ways right you can attract people so you've got to have that great culture to then attract lots of people to to come and work for you because they want to be part of a good brand that's up to something but then if you can't do it and you're running a, a you know a toxic and you build a big brand, it worked the other way. You've got all the glass door, terrible place to work, this guy's a, you know, and then that can have the reverse effect on you and you can drop, drop like a hat, you know, drop a hat,
2: you're gone. It's insane. I think that I keep, I'm not going to bring up the names of the companies, but I keep on hearing things and there are, these companies don't last long. Mm. If they're built in toxic work environments, especially when they go too big, tumbling like down, yeah. <laughs> like Hustlers University, yeah. Is... Toxicity doesn't have longevity no. in it, yeah. Doesn't, or
0: it has a high turnover and survives, but but never really has like full growth, exactly. Because a high turnover. I just I just want to sort of finish on a point that everyone. I really want to push this actually because I, I know I, I get a lot of DMs. People saying I'm in this situation in employment stuff like this. So. If you are fully employed or part-time, I always have to include part-time because I've had people in the messages going, well, I'm part-time though, and it replies to me. But if you are in employment and you're getting someone who's talking to you just disrespectfully, you, you are entitled to challenge the most senior person on site. And then you have to question yourself saying, why am I not entitled? I am a human. Because there are more money. I mean, it's nuts. The whole thing's nuts. I just want to get as we wrap up now. One final top tip from both of you to uh, stay mentally sane, but really kind of succeed in life. Just an overview tip. <laughs> um, basically, going back to what I said earlier. Just there's there's good and bad
1: in everything. There's everything's half true. Um, synthesize opinions. Basically, question everything that you you you, you hear and. Take actions that are truly aligned to who you want to be, you know not what someone else is you know you're only going to get anxiety from trying to be someone else. Try and see the good and the bad in their situation, trying to see the downsides of them and uh, and really be a realist of you know, and of going after what you want truly know yourself that's that's what i would I would say awesome
2: see personally, I have to say. And I can't believe I'm about to say this, I really can't, because I am the definition of someone who loves a drink, but getting away from the drinking culture, Mm. I can't believe how much uh, it's actually transformed me within the last few months. And this is just something which I, you know, when you stumble across new things yourself as you go along in years, which we always do, we're always learning, we're always evolving, and just recently I've just gone, wow. That drinking culture is toxic and that's the biggest new thing for me that I'm saying you know what everyone love a drink have a drink on the weekend Friday Saturday night but don't be stuck in the the, what happens in a lot of the major cities is like London drinking culture where you can't perform you can't yeah Yeah. and you know what I want to share we we did this on our live
0: actually this is my final point that I want (laughs) to share now with, I haven't got enough money. So one of the most important things to me is private medical care for my family. Mm. Because if you go on the NHS, things can take too long. Cancer could spread tumours, whatever. People can become very ill by the time someone gets a scan. This is a funny thing. A lot of people go, I can't afford private medical care. Here's a fact. right, A lot of people smoke and a lot of people drink. So let's say 20... Quid on fags a week? That's that, to be fair. That's probably, a minimum. That's, uh, probably a minimum. that's probably a minimum, right?
1: Conservative, yeah. So yeah, there's there,
0: there's hundred. eighty, right? So there's eighty times fifty-two. So that's four thousand one hundred sixty, right? Remember that four thousand one hundred sixty. Let's say a one or a week on drink times four. There we go. And then what we're going to do? We're going to do that by fifty-two. That's a lot of money. Twenty-four grand a year. Yeah. yeah. That's like call it twenty grand. Let, let's just round it off at twenty grand. So let's mix that between someone's a smoker and you can't afford private medical care for your family. Or I haven't got enough money for the yeah. insurance. Absolute Which
1: baloney, 50, rubbish. And, a month or but
2: they're not willing to <laughs> yeah. cut it out. I, I think That's you'll, you'll have a lot of people point. come back to that saying, "Well, I don't spend that much on drink." Well, then let's let's take the bare minimum. Take the bare Curry, minimum. Curry, Netflix, so take, TV. Let's just take everyone has probably at least one drink a week, right? Let's say one bottle of wine, or you know, what, there'll be something in your life which will be a hundred pound a week that you can cut, and that is your your it's, call. It's, it's a basic call it call it a hundred yeah. call it a hundred quid a week.
0: Everyone, guys, thanks so much. Uh, we we've thrown it out there to the world. We'll see you all very soon.